This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Whether taking a road trip to the beach, heading to the mountains, or driving to the city, Summer adventures are nonstop fun in a new Honda. But let's face it, summer trips can really add up. That's why I love the fuel efficiency of Honda. With Honda, you can save your money for other things, like that awesome keychain at the convenience store, that brand new album you wanted, or whatever else your heart desires. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your local Honda dealer and start your summer adventures today. The is it morning yet deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Wake up with a little splash of sweetness. Get any size iced coffee from caramel to hazelnut to French vanilla for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Cottage Talk Full-Time. I'm Russ Goldman. Joining me right now is Emilio Donnell. This is our initial reaction show to Fulham's 2-0 victory Monday night against West Brom at Craven Cottage. Emilio, did they need this victory? <laughs> it's funny. I'm just going to share this before I, I go to you. I was watching the broadcast, the NBC Sports broadcast, and basically they said there was only going to be one winner in this match, and it was Fulham, and I couldn't agree more. Again, um, these were two teams at the bottom of the table, but I think one team separated themselves from the other. It's only one match, but this is an encouraging three points for Fulham. Absolutely. Come on, Fulham. Come on, three points. It's, uh, that's what we need. Uh, yeah, what, what, what can you say? You know, it's when I looked at that, you know, the we, we talked about fair, but, you know, when Ribbon cheek was dropped to the bench and, you know, Bobby yep. could ever read. You know, we thought that I did, again, tactical change it worked to be honest it was a very professional performance very mature admittedly West Bromwich aren't the strongest team in the world and it showed tonight they, they didn't oh, really definitely very did. much in attack and we've got problems so do they to be honest but all I keep saying is beat the teams around you you right. know, you can just keep beating the teams around you can only beat the teams that are in front of you polish them off pick up three points we've got that first victory under our belt and hopefully this will, this will be the springboard of you know to create a bit of confidence you know that's uh, we've had a We've improved game by game. Let's be honest. You know, the, you know, the Crystal Palace Absolutely. game. Absolutely. No, we we disappointed, but the Wolves game and Sheffield United games, we did okay, to be honest. And maybe we should have got more than just a point in those two games. But you know, we've, we've beaten the team right around us. 
We've, we're around the bottom three now, and that will hopefully give the, the team some confidence. So, yeah, great, great victory. Clean sheet. <laughs> That's the key thing. Very much a clean sheet. You know, and that, again, having Anderson in central defence, again, he wasn't troubled. No. He looked composed. Just, all I could think of is Hangeland and thinking <laughs> of the, the, the air of, you know, the strength in that defence. And I think, you know, he's, he's came up from corners a couple of times. So, again, yep. there's, there's some potential there. But overall... Very polished performance, professional, mature. I was going to say professional is a good word. You ask for against a poor team, but you still have to beat poor teams. Absolutely. Absolutely, <clears throat> my friend. Before I, I get just to your opening reaction, I'm just going to share some comments from the Fulham supporters. And please keep them coming because they, again, uh, we want to, <laughs> we want to, you know, again, enjoy this victory. And Dan Mason <clears throat> says it how I feel relief. But, but then I'm going to share this because this is my friend, Chris. Who was probably the biggest Tom Kearney fan? Okay, let's get this out of the way right now. Kearney was awesome, and yeah. anyone saying differently yeah. needs to give up watching yeah. football. So, again, and then here's another Kearney comment: Kearney unreal. Tosin and Anderson looks on. Yeah. I completely agree with that. They weren't yeah. really troubled, Amelia. Yeah, absolutely. For me, you know, the first few minutes we looked a little bit, you know, unsettled. But to be honest, you know, if I'm West, if I was a West Brom fan, I'd worry where the goals are going to come from. And you know, clearly show tonight lack of you know they weren't created much, much offensively. And to be honest, you know we we scored the two goals. We, we were quite tight in the second half, but at the time the final ball at times let us down. I think there are many times we've gotten in good positions, especially at Robinson. I thought had a very good game, absolutely you know, pushing forward, looking dangerous. The final ball, Lookman's final ball at times could be a little bit more polished. Decodori reading good positions, final ball could be better. So. There's opportunities there to improve, and I think this this will give us that platform to to pick up more points. But overall, I'm not going to complain. You know, we've, <laughs> we've done a job against a team around us, and for me, I've said it all along. Finish 17. That's all I care. I don't care about. I don't care. You don't beat Liverpool as long as you beat West Brom. I don't care about beating Chelsea as long as you beat Brighton. They're the games we need to be winning, especially at home, and not losing away. And then you'll be see you'll, you'll be pushing up that table. Yep. Okay, Emilio. And as we get a little bit into this, and we'll obviously talk about the goals. Mm-hmm. In your initial reaction, I'm just going to share my thoughts on this. The one word that mm-hmm. keeps coming back to me is professional. You already said this. Mm-hmm. The first half, fairly even, but Fulham got the goals. Mm-hmm. And in the second half, what was very encouraging, it went from professional to let's get the third goal. Let's mm-hmm. keep pushing at the very end. Yeah. Who was more likely to score at the end of the match, Emilio? It was Fulham, Good even though, them, yeah. again, you mm-hmm. have the opportunities and the chances at the at the end for West Brom. But again, they were toothless to me. They were completely toothless. But if we look at that and say that they were toothless, don't Fulham have something to do with them being toothless? Absolutely. And I think we bossed the midfield today. It's not often we Absolutely. say that. You know, and, you know, I think that's the key thing. You know, and I'm, you know, Chris, Chris Davidson, and you keep going on about uh, Tom <laughs> Kearney. And, and, and you'll probably know if I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of Tom Kearney, but when he doesn't play well, I have the right to criticise him as well as applaud him when he does well. But today he had a very, very good game. And, I thought that that little you know that chip over the goalkeeper went in, but again, VAR. That's what I thought too. My instant reaction it was it was over the line, but he had, he bossed the midfield. Him and Angisa looked very very strong. Angisa pushed up a few times, some good good offensive runs he made. Looked you know polished up defensively. He looked the, he looked a very good art, you know finished article today. Them two in midfield really bossed it as far as I'm yep. concerned. You know, I'm not sure Flamina picked up an injury at halftime, but uh, not sure. That's a question that, that I, I want an answer to because the announcers were saying, Emilio, mm. that they thought in the first half that Lamina was great and they mm. couldn't understand mm. why he was taken off for Harrison Reed. Yeah, strange. You know, 
I saw sort of a mix half of Lamina. Some some bits very good, other bits not so good. You know, again, I'm not I've not been impressed with him as you know so far. But having Harrison Reed coming on, I thought would have just gave a bit more defensive protection. I think that's probably maybe it may have been tactical or you know maybe possibly. But overall, our defence didn't look under much threat today. But you know, let's let's call out Tom Kearney and Giesel having lost that midfield and Declan Reed as well. You know, at the end of the day, he was he was in the right place for the goal. And was involved in the second goal as well. Some nice, you know, nice touches between him, Aina, and Mitrovic. So overall, the team team looked had a bit more energy about them today. Absolutely, they you were know, actually they playing all ninety minutes. Yeah, you know, Anderson could you know could have run you know hundred miles today and wouldn't have run out of energy. Constantly pushing up, you know, they just, we just looked a lot more lively. Then the, the lovely one touches I saw. That's what I that's what I enjoyed watching about tonight. Again, it's a poor West Brom team, but just the simple passes to feet. You know, people people there in position, Lookman always looking around him and looking for those simple one one touch passes. You know, the one twos that we played quite a bit today, and I think for me, we we played football tonight. We, we did. Didn't, we, we didn't play to defend. We played to attack and to win, and I think that that was a difference tonight. And we, and like I said, we killed off a very poor West Brom team. Listen, I agree with all that, and mm. I also just want to mention this because we're talking about players that shine in this match, and mm. Mitro is not scoring mm. the goals right now. But mm. he is contributing, Emilio. Mm. Yeah. Again, you know, we're talking about all these other players that have contributed, but you just mentioned the f- header on on the uh, mm-hmm. first goal for him sets up the first goal, and again, mm-hmm. his assist on the second. So <clears throat> he might not be scoring the goals, but he's involved. Mm. Yeah, today, in, in this match, I thought he lively. was very involved. A little bit more lively today. Didn't yeah. he have a bit more of a spring to his step today? I think the last few games, well, he's had a very poor season to, to start with, let's be honest. Right. He's not had to, But today... Getting you know a good header to Bobby Decadovered who polished it off, and that deft touch for the second for Aina's goal just, oh. just that, that was that was that reminded me of Bobby Zamora. How many times have we seen Bobby Zamora do that? Ten years. That's ago? right. That's a simple great layoffs, point. very simple layoffs, and those sweet touches, and that's what we saw today again. So that will give him confidence as well. So overall, you know, good mature professional performance all round, end to end. You know, look nervous even in the in the, in the first few minutes when the cross from West Brom hit the crossbar. You know, maybe the goalkeeper, maybe I don't know, maybe he looked a little bit nervous. But other than that, that's that's probably the most dangerous thing that West Brom did all night. But overall, can't complain. That's what Scott Parker made the tactical change. It worked. We kept a clean sheet. We won against a poor team, and we're at the bottom three. What more do we want? I, I'm there with you. And mm. listen, we have a lot of people commenting on this. I'm just going to share <clears> some. <throat> Here we go. This is from our friend Lee Warner. <clears throat> what a win, chaps! Our defense looks great tonight. I'm. They're mm. with you. Let's just keep them going. Team mm. worked hard as a unit, played with passion and desire. Karen's masterclass. And again, there's going to yeah. be a lot of love here for Tom Kearney coming up. Toby Jones. Kearney was awesome tonight. I've been his mm. biggest critic, and he was great. Mm. See, yeah. Toby, I give you a lot of credit because not everyone would do that, mm. admitting when they were wrong. You know, and, and again, mm. well, again, yeah. you have a right to criticize him, but when he does well, you're on the other side of that. So good exactly. for you, Toby. Good for you. Let's see, let's see what, <clears> what else <throat> we have here. Brian Lake. Really mm. good team win. And that, to me, is what it's about. Mm. been way too long since we have played a match like this. And I completely agree. This was a team win. We're mm. talking about a professional, but they all played together. Was there a weak link tonight, Amelia? Mm. I don't know if there's a player that stood out as a weak link. They all played together. Is, is yeah. there anyone that, that you would look at and say, you know what, they just didn't have a good match? Not at all. I thought we played like a unit, you know, end to end. We passed the ball well, and that, that's what I like about the game. You know, you had yep. Kearney and, and Giesa making forward runs quite often. Just a, just a movement, better movement between the players. And I think 
the balance of the team looked a little bit more polished today. And again, but even even I think we commented before the game, the bench looked reasonably strong tonight as well. It did. You know, that's a, that's a positive as well. So competition for races are good for you know good for any team. So I think at the end of the day, it's this is a, the win we needed. And it couldn't have come at a better time to be honest. And uh, we've now got to look forward. And you know, we've got West Ham at the weekend. Let's let's see what we can do in the next game. But for me, it will give us the platform and the confidence that we need. And like I said, all we've got to do is finish 17th. Remember that, fans. We don't have to finish top six. We've just got to consolidate this year. And there's teams around us who are just as bad. Um, so, therefore, it's all up for grabs still. It's, it's not over till it's over. I'm there with you, my friend. Okay, coming up, we're going to go through the two goals from Fulham. I'm going to ask Emilio mm -hmm. his turning point of the match. And then we'll end with man of the match. And if you have a man of the match, please leave it in the comments section. Whether taking a road trip to the beach, heading to the mountains, or driving to the city, summer adventures are nonstop fun in a new Honda. But let's face it, summer trips can really add up. That's why I love the fuel efficiency of Honda. With Honda, you can save your money for other things, like that awesome keychain at the convenience store, that brand new album you wanted, or whatever else your heart desires. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your local Honda dealer and start your summer adventures today. Lift tickets. They had a good run. But now there's Epic Day Pass. Choose to ski or ride one to seven days and select your resort access to Vail, Park City, and more. All while paying less compared to Lyft tickets. Sorry, Lyft tickets. It's time for Epic Day Pass. Okay, Emilio, let's get to it. Let's start here. What was the turning point of the match for you? Interesting question. I'd probably say maybe making the maybe Scott Parker making a tactical change by okay. you know, putting on Bobby Decadora Reed in front. You know, so. You know, so you're talking know, before the match even began. Yeah, before the match even begins, I think the team looked more balanced. He set them up well, and I thought, you know, and they full and bossed the whole game. So I didn't think there was a turning point as such in the 90 minutes. Right. We didn't have any scares as, as such or no. any any controversy that went in favour of us. So for me, I think the the turning point for me is maybe dropping Loftus Cheek is still not 100% fit, and the team looked a lot more mobile, a lot more energetic. And like I said, I'm not saying Decker De Verde is necessarily a Premier League player per se, but he did his job tonight. He came in, did a job, scored a goal, and involved in the seconds. For me, the turning point of the match was actually Scott Parker having the balls to make a, a change. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny, Miller, you and I were talking mm. via our uh, WhatsApp, you know, you're mm. like, you were just saying you were not sure about this. Yeah. But he ended up making yeah, uh, the right absolutely. decision. Absolutely. And I think ultimately it worked in that first half, you know. <laughs> We could have gone on and maybe scored even a couple more more goals if we didn't. Absolutely. But we kept pushing and pushing. We never gave up, and I think that made that you made a point earlier. I was encouraged by the fact we didn't sit back second half. No, soak up the pressure. Go on and get a third. Improve your goal difference, and and the bigger the victory, the more you know, the more confidence it gives to the team. But overall, good all round performance from the team. So well done, Scott Parker, for making that change uh, and and dropping Loftus Cheek. I was thinking about it at the time. I was not sure of it, but uh, obviously he knows his team much better than we do, and he knows yeah, exactly. uh, who can do a job for this mm. particular match, and it was Bobby Decadovereen. So you have to give Scott mm. Parker credit, but also, obviously, Bobby Decadovereen. Mm. So let's talk about the first goal, my friend. This was actually a team goal. I'm going to call it a team goal because yeah. it starts with Anthony Robinson. It, it, um, no, I'm sorry. Was, was it Eno or Robinson? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to remember. Robinson, yeah, Robinson. Yeah. Okay, it was Robinson to Mitro to Bobby Decadovereen. So, again, that was a, a Goldman brain fart there. It was, it was Anthony Robinson. So, thoughts on the goal? And, uh, you know, and again, this was a quality goal. Yeah, absolutely. The, 
again, the amount of space West Brom afforded uh, Anthony Robinson throughout the whole game. He had acres of, acres of time, space, on, you know, in that, for the lead up to that goal, and even throughout the whole game. I think, you know, we've said before, Robinson looked lively. His oh, crop is getting better. You know, the, some, I know some people's comments in the last few games suggest maybe Joe Bryan's a better crosser of the ball. I so you know, typically I agree with that comment, yep. but defensively there's no comparison. I think no. that, that's the difference for me. He had you know he had a bundle of energy. His crossing got better throughout the game, and there'll be you know it was a good good cross. Mitrovic yep. knew he couldn't score from that angle, or the ball was slightly above him, but he put it into the danger area, and and Declan Reed was there in the right place to 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 polish that up. And that was a key thing. That's probably where he wanted to play Bobby Reed in that position because. Yes. You know, just just fight, just just becoming a nuisance. Don't you know? Then there were times in that in that game when maybe the crosses went into the six yard box. No one there in the back back post to 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 clip to mop up. But you know, Decore Reed made a good run, found himself in in the space, and, and he and he beat the defender. So well done for him to looking very composed for that goal. Okay, and that really was a great goal. But let's talk about another great goal, the mm. second goal. <laughs> and uh, I have some thoughts on this. Okay. Because there's been a lot of criticism, especially when he first came, of Olaena. Okay, but let's talk about the build-up here. Because you have his goal. But this is set up by Mitro and Bobby Decadova-Reed. Like you said, the mm. that, that little pass from Mitro sets up Olaena. And this mm. is a wonderful goal. And I'm so happy for this player. Mm. Because, again, um, he has dealt with, you know, and again, if he ever has gone on social media, he, he'll see the criticism. Mm. And, uh, you know... In the end, Kenny Tete will probably be your right back. But um, this was a great goal, and he, you know, again, is making his point that, hey, maybe it's my position because he played well. But this goal was a special goal, and I'm very happy for him. So your thoughts on the goal from Olaena? Yeah, exactly. It's that, it's that movement again. It was good movement. He, you know, he he pushed up quite a, quite often throughout the game. He had the freedom to do so, which, again, that, that expresses his confidence coming forward. But, you know, Dekadova Reid, you know, Reed, you know nice link-up play with him. It's again, it's that Mitrovic touch, that beautiful Bobby Zamora touch to feet. And I, you know, what more can he do? He, a peach of a shot, you know, and he had a cracking shot. No keeper would have saved that, as far as I'm concerned. So, uh, all, all, all plaudits to the defender. And it's all about competition. So, if Kenny Tete comes back from injury next week, yep. you know, he's not going to get back into the team. So, uh, it's all about competition for places. So, that again, the more dilemmas we give Scott Parker, the better. Positive yeah. dilemmas, that is, mind you. Right, and I want to share this because my mm. friend here is 100% right, so I have to share this part of it. It was Anderson Run that started the anagle. He's 100% right, so he yeah, started the, this whole situation that led to the goal. Absolutely. good, Very good point, Bradford. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And, you know, Anderson just has that air of, like, it's a Breda Hangel and equivalent. It just looked very composed, and we got a lot of potential there. I'm surprised that he actually started tonight, so I was very encouraged when I heard that he was, he was starting tonight. So, overall, you know, if he can lead from the back... And his in his his combination with Adebayo in defence. That's yep. only hopefully that will blossom in, in the next few games. Yep. Okay, and uh, I want to share this. This is going back to the first goal. Don't forget Engisa in that first goal. So again, yeah. these are we're getting people involved in mm. goals. Like I said, this is a mm. team victory, Emilio. Mm. Everything mm. we're talking about builds up to it's not just one player. Like if we mm. went back to that goal from Lookman, his first goal, it was really all about. Adam Wookman. And again, it's funny. We really haven't mm. mentioned him. He was live at the beginning of the match. Mm. And he's still someone that's going to be a huge contributor to Fulham. Mm. But the goals tonight were team goals. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we know, I've said on the show already tonight that 
Angus and Kenny Boston midfield tonight. They, they looked strong, yep. they looked powerful, they looked hungry. Nothing was going to get slipped by them, to be honest. And to be honest, he made that one, he made that mistake in the first half, Angus, so that you know almost put us into trouble. But overall, you know, he was full of running tonight. You know, he's you know he's a front runner for man of the match for me tonight. Okay, and uh, we've got a lot of people chiming in on man of the match, and we're, we're going to get to that in just a second, my friend. But I'm just going to share some more comments. We got some really great comments. It's, mm. it's good to have that after victory, you know. So Absolutely. I'm going to share yeah. some. This is from my friend Nick. Yeah. Really excited to see more of the Adarabio mm. and Anderson pairing. And what's interesting, Emilio, mm. and uh, I'm just going to say this right now. You kind of gave me the heads up that you had learned. I'm not going to say who told you. You mm. had learned that Anderson was going to start. And this mm. is right before the starting 11 came out. So you, you got a little heads up on that. Mm. And it's funny because Scott Parker, in his pressers, in his interviews, mentioned that he was back, but was very coy about this mm. whole situation, about him mm. being ready for this match. So maybe he was being coy because he didn't mm. want Slavin Bilic to know that Anderson yeah. was going to be back. Absolutely. And I said a little about two or three minutes ago about this partnership, hopefully will start to blossom in the coming games, to be honest. Yep. So I think it's... Uh, you know, we, we, you know, you've got our most experienced, or the, you know, the the defender that we've been targeted all transfer season. We've got Anderson now. He's back from his short term injury, and you know, hopefully he'll get stronger and stronger. Again, I've seen a comment here about confidence in the back breeds confidence up front from Brian Lake. I totally yep. agree with you. You know, yep, you, I'm sharing that right now. Perfect. So for me, it's again, if you've got a back four that's not looking troubled, looking composed. Did you notice we didn't actually? We weren't harassed in defence today, and that's Aiden not at all. West Brom the opportunity to do that, and I know we're going to play a lot more difficult teams this season than West Brom. But you still got a job to do on them. And to be honest, we passed our way out of trouble out of defence. We didn't, you know, they didn't really trouble us. And but also no. we had a bit more assurance in the defence. We didn't feel like we were liable to making a stupid mistake, which we normally get punished with. So, but I agree, Brian Lake, good comment. Yep, I'm going to share some more because it talks about Anderson. Really mm. impressed by Anderson tonight. Look solid mm. and in the right places at the right time. And that's key, Emilio, because we're talking about how it didn't seem like Fulham were bothered too much defensively. I think part of it, positioning, being at the right place at the right time. Yeah, I remember there was a moment in the, I think it was the second half, that's right, when there was a corner and Anderson, you know, the ball was outside the box and Anderson just had the you know, had the audacity to take a, a punt towards goal. So again, he's, <laughs> so who knows? You know, again, it's it's we need the players to score from all positions in, in the, on the pitch. We can't rely on Mitrovic to be the only one contributor to goal. So tonight, two players scored, not Mitrovic. That's that's important. I think that's key. I that's think that's key. Can't rely on one person to score goals. I mean, he hasn't scored this season, much this season per se, but the right. same, you need all players on the pitch able to score goals and, and take your chances. Okay, let me share this because, again, this we're talking about the defense, and I'm really excited to talk about this. So, Graham Whitted, again, holdback four was the best it's been for as long as I can mm. remember. When's the last time you've seen a solid performance like this, Emilio, from a back four? I'm, I'm yeah. curious your thoughts on that. It's been it's been a long time, hasn't it? I think since last season. I think this season we haven't looked as, as composed defensively, but, you know, Anderson is now getting, you know, getting game time. You know, so that's you know that's you know he's gonna he's come back from his injury and hopefully we'll start to see him playing week in week out. Anthony Robinson is is playing week in week out as well. He's he's starting to make that that left back position his own. So by Joe the way, Ryan by the way you're gonna to like this back. one here. You're gonna like this one here from Martin yeah. Smith. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, so you've copied my comments, Martin. Yes, I'm gonna say there's an air of Breda Hangel in his in his physique, his presence, and even his looks as well. So uh, yeah, it's. Uh, this is encouraging. You know, we we have to we have to take off we have to take off from here now. We've got the three points on the board. We've broken that duck. We've got the clean sheet. 
now we can start to move forward and start and hopefully some of these players come back from injury yep and make competition for places even healthier i totally agree there my friend all right we're going to end this full-time show with man of the match and i've got some comments about man of the match i'm going to start with you give me your man of the match who's it going to be amelia Whew, difficult choice here to be honest i've I've said it a couple of times about Angeist and Tom in midfield bossing it, the boss in the midfield tonight. That's a difference. I mean, if you can boss a midfield in any game, you're going to, you're going to, you're, you're more likely to win games. So I'm going to give it to Angeist tonight. I know Tom, you know, a lot of people say it's a bit mixed here, but I'm going to give it to Angeist. Just, I know he made that mistake, but okay. just bags of energy, those, oh. those attacking runs he made, he's made two or three of them that spring to mind and always look dangerous. And, you know, overall he looked like a complete package. So I'm going to give it to Angeist with Tom very, very close second. For them two were, you know, far as I'm the boss midfield and you know, des- deservedly joint man of the match, if, if you want to give them both. But what I think is interesting is that we're talking about two central midfielders being uh, your man of the match. I yeah. think that's important if you look at it because that is your engine room, Emilio. Yeah. That's yeah. where things start to happen. Mm. And uh, I can't disagree with either one of them. I'm going to give it to Kearney. Yes, Chris, I'm going to give it to Kearney. I know you're happy about that. I'm going to give it to Kearney because I know how much you love Tom Kearney, but he deserves it. So I'm going to give it to Tom mm. Kearney. But, but we've got a, a bunch of comments coming. I'm just going to start sharing them from our friend Sam Woodward, Tom mm. Kearney, Mayor of the Match. Let's see what else we've got. And please keep them coming. I'll, I'll keep looking at some of the comments. Our mm. friend Brian Lake says Tom Kearney. And we do have an Angisa one. Let's see here. Agree with Ngisa. Well, didn't say man of the match, but agree agrees with Ngisa because again, I, I think you can go either way on that. Yeah, I think so. I liked the fact is that you know where all the Angisa critics from two seasons ago. You know, we yep. get we said when we got relegated, the back end of that season, he was our most improved player. You know, he got loaned to a Spanish, you know, legal legal you legal know, one team and did a good job there. And to be honest, we're now seeing the benefits of that. So I see Frank's got, is going to be instrumental to. Uh, to the success of our season. If him and Tom Kenny can flourish week in, week yeah. out, stay injury free, then we're going to, you know, other teams are going to find us hard to break yeah. down. Okay. What do you think about this comment about Scott Parker? Man <laughs> of the match goes to Scott yeah, Parker. Uh, but that was a turning point in the match, didn't we? But, you know, yeah. saying the turning point exactly. was actually Scott Parker making the, the tactical change before the game. So, you know, it's you know, tactically man of the match, but obviously it's, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't disagree with that, Toby. I think that, you know, they, uh, people who know me, I'm fair. I'm, I'm not biased. No, so, you're very fair. Uh, Parker makes a good decision. I'll commend him. If he makes a battle, I'll, I'll, I'll criticize him. And I'll do the same with any players. I'm not biased, unlike you, Chris. If Tom, has, if Tom Kenny has a bad game, you still want to admit to it. But I'm, I'm fair. I'll criticize and <laughs> applaud where necessary, whoever the player or manager is. All right. Thanks, Amelia. I'm never going to hear the end of that one. Okay. But I have to share this from Chris. Of course. Of course, Chris, so, Of course, Chris. Okay. Uh, James Pierce, we have. T- also, man of the match, hmm. Tom Kearney. And listen, I totally understand why so many are going with uh, Tom Kearney for man of the match. It makes sense to me. Hmm. All right, let's see what else we have before we wrap this up. Let's see. Uh, okay, so that's that's in a, on the man of the matches. So, Emilio, uh, before we go, any final thoughts? Yeah, I think overall, let's 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 take on let's take off from here. To be honest, I think. There's a few areas that, you know, don't want, to be, don't want to put a negative line on something, but sometimes our final ball could be better. At times we've got into promising positions and Lookman, all those lively, good skills, his final ball could be better. Yep. Probably Rude's touch as time needs to improve. There's, there's some areas of that we need the coaches to uh, to improve the overall quality and the passing of the players. But overall, I'm, I'm not going to complain. You know, it's, it's a 2-0 victory. We need, we badly needed this victory. You know, if we had, had we lost this, then what? We would have been 
rooted to the bottom of the table with no hope in hell to get out of it. But you know, this 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 is this gives us a chance. You know, we've only got we've only got to finish 17. I keep reminding people we've only got That's to finish 17. That's all we've got to do. Easy said than done. Ten victories, nine more to go. Well, we got the first one. I have to share this from our friend Heather. I have to share this before we go. Like seeing Metro positivity. And, uh, you know, again, thank you for sharing that, Heather. And I appreciate all of your support of this show. She, like, watches all of our shows, my friend. So <laughs> thank does. you, Heather. Yeah. And uh, and let's see what else we have before we go. It's it's. I almost don't want to end the show. I almost don't want to end it. But you the know what? The last point's interesting from Toby Jones. It needs to be more clinical. Should I, I think you. that's my point. I think at times we go into okay. good offensive positions and that final ball wasn't good enough. You know, Toby's look, right about um, that, actually. You know, we've talked about it a few times. For me, that's, you know, you've got to be more clinical and you, the chances we, 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 we created, we scored from. But to be honest, I think, you know, just sometimes we give the ball away a bit too cheaply. We need to be doing better yep. that final ball. And uh, but overall, it's all about improving. But we ne- we're now starting to get a spine of a team, aren't we? I think that's the key thing. Goalkeeper-wise, I don't think Rodak's going to get looking very quickly. I don't think Defensively, so. Defensively, we're starting to get at least three of the back four are probably going to be right there for a while. If Tom and Gisa, and I think Harrison Reed, I'd like to see Harrison Reed and Lamine, I'm still not convinced with. You know, I'd like to see Harrison Reed sort of sitting in front of that back four and Frank and Tom pushing up more offensively. And that gives us a bit more unit. But for me, still the problem is going to be goals against better teams. So uh, that's my only, you know, that's to, to Toby's point. We should yep. have scored more goals against uh, this poor team. Well, that's interesting that you say that because, again, what, all the. Um talk I've heard about focuses on defensive and you have been outspoken about the lack of goals, the lack Mm. of the ability to score goals. Mm. And uh, I'm glad that we're talking about this because again, there's work to be done Mm. and uh, we could talk about the defensive improvements, but we also have to be critical to say, you know what, believe it or not, even though they won two, nil, they could have won four nil. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, and, and again, that's not being negative. That's being truthful. It's being critical. Because we want Fulham to win as many matches and stay in the league. And so we got to look at what they're doing right, but also what they're mm-hmm. not doing well so they can hopefully improve on that. But listen, yeah. let's let's wrap this up. This is fantastic. We will have a post-match show in a few days. But I want to thank my co-host, Emilio Danello, uh, for doing this with me. So let's end this. For Emilio, I'm Russ Goldman. Thank you as always for watching and listening to Cottage Talk. Whether taking a road trip to the beach, heading to the mountains, or driving to the city, summer adventures are nonstop fun in a new Honda. But let's face it, summer trips can really add up. That's why I love the fuel efficiency of Honda. With Honda, you can save your money for other things, like that awesome keychain at the convenience store, that brand new album you wanted, or whatever else your heart desires. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your local Honda dealer and start your summer adventures today. When you shop at a Walmart Vision Center, you get it. You know that you'll spend a little less on stylish glasses for the whole family. Welcome to the Vision Center. Let me know if you need help finding the perfect frame. Hey, Mom, you were right. These glasses are cool. Hun, they take our insurance. That means Papa's getting a new pair, too. Whoa, glasses start at just $39. Next stop, groceries. So you can get a little more of what you need. Find a Vision Center near you. Save money, live better. Walmart. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. 
there's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.